Well, our singing deacon graduated yesterday. He had to send me a picture of his parents up at the Abbey. Uh, so that's exciting. So he packing up going to Fresno and gets ordained on uh, Memorial Day weekend. I hope to attend that. So uh, no more gospel singing. <laughs> I, I, I sing okay, but next to him it's like Beauty and the Beast is what I felt like up here. But anyway, uh, what a great thing to be a priest to be able to sing. So few of us actually have that talent. So uh, a couple of them I told to keep quiet up here over the years. You know, I, I don't know how many of you, you know, when I think about Jesus telling us he's going to prepare a place for us, we think of some residential neighborhood in heaven. The universe is so vast, one can only imagine what he, what he has in mind. But um, I don't know, if, have any of you ever been to the, um, the you know, if you've been to L.A. to, to take the, the uh, tours of the Stars Homes, you know, bus tour, has anybody ever done that? Anybody willing to admit they did that? It's only, I'm only, of all the masks, only one, per, only one couple ma- admitted that they did this. I never did it either when I lived down there. They, they said it was boring, so don't do it. But I'm just thinking, you know, um, I wonder, this sounds really, I hope this doesn't sound awful, Lord, but it, I just wonder if, you know, you get to heaven if they have bus tours of the saints' homes. <laughs> I'd like to know where Mother Teresa's lives. <laughs> well, yeah, aren't you interested? Yeah, so can't you just see it's in heaven? This is where Mother Teresa lives. This is where you live. <laughs> I'll, I'll say hello to you. I'll, my, she'll be my neighbor, you know, anyway. But, um, you know, all kidding aside, Jesus was a carpenter, and he uses this image. Delib- God deliberately, uh, uh, he deliberately chose to be a carpenter. We didn't choose our existence or our family, but he did. And so it's very important that, that Jesus really is preparing a place. We are, uh, last night's uh, auction, if you were there, was this, the theme was, was a cruise. And in fact, we really are on a kind of a boat. Uh, the earth is a, is a ship. People are coming and going. They're embarking and disembarking. And we don't ever, none of us remember be, getting on board, but we sure know we're going to get off one day. And we do have a destination, you know. And so our Lord is telling us that there is something hopeful in the future waiting for us, and, uh, and we have questions. John's gospel is very deep and very rich, and it, many layers to it. And uh, Jesus speaks on a number of levels when, he's, when we're hearing this gospel, and Philip and Thomas don't have a clue what he's talking about. You know, uh, Thomas says, we don't have a clue where you're going. Well, of course he doesn't. Jesus hasn't even died yet. He doesn't even know who Jesus really is. And Philip is even more clueless. We find in the New Testament, Philip is going to be one of the most with it and most spirit-filled apostles. But right now, he's as dumb as they come. He says, just show us the Father. And Jesus kind of says, he goes on and on for two paragraphs about why Philip was wrong. I wouldn't ask any more questions if I were Philip after that. you know. But the truth is, we have questions too, don't we? We, we don't know where this home is. We can't visualize it. I've tried to visualize heaven. I have a hard time with it. Uh, I know it's real, and I definitely want to go there. And it, the thing is, what, we, what one of the spiritual writers once said, that really stuck in my mind, and which I've mentioned, I'm sure, many times, but we are already in eternity. We are eternal beings in a temporal world. We are, it is a question of where we're going to go when we get off the boat, you know, this we leave our body and our world behind. Uh, in thinking of that, of that ship analogy, 
One, you know, if you've ever been on a, on a cruise, I get seasick. My dad had a, a yawl and a sloop when I was growing up. And uh, I gotta get my hearing aids adjusted here a little bit. Um, and uh, anyway, and I, I got seasick just looking at the things, you know. But uh, if you've ever been on a, on a boat, I was once asked to be a, 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 a chaplain on a, on a cruise, cause the, and the reason was, I was in Hillsborough, is the, somebody knew the, somebody, and, and the crew was half Catholic. You know, they were Indonesian, and so we, uh, they needed somebody to uh, be the priest. So I ended up being the chaplain for the, for the Protestant, Jewish, and Catholic services. Uh, there's there's at least four homilies in that in that in that cruise. Believe me, it was I never did it again because you get between Vancouver Island and whatever the next one is in British Columbia, and I just got so I got so nauseated. I got greener than a shamrock in Ireland, you know. And uh, but anyway, uh, the thing about this, I, they gave me an inside cabin, which wasn't helpful at all because it was a free thing. And uh, some people's uh, uh, ships, their 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 um, cabin was underwater guy yikes some of them were at the water line you ever been on you seen a, a the you see the water bobbing up and down outside your outside your porthole i would never open the drape it was awful oh my there were people on this boat that actually had this you know and then some people had the penthouse and uh which is fine you know we all have different bodies we have different skills God doesn't care. He wants us to do what we can with what we have. That's the test. It's not how much we produce. It's what the effort we put into it, that we were sincere, that we asked forgiveness. Some people struggle with terrible sins and tendencies. They, they were born with, some, with, with issues. You know, we don't know. Uh, the important thing is that, did I do God's will? You know, he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. Uh, if we listen to him, we're going to get to our destination. If we don't know where we're going, we're going to have trouble getting there. But he said, you know, we live in a very confusing world. A lot of people think that the, the person on board the ship with the biggest stateroom wins. Nothing could be further from the truth. That stateroom doesn't belong to you. It's temporary. He's going to build one for us when we disembark. That's where the smart people are putting their investments because that's eternal you know, we all know this, but we can't visualize this, so it's hard to imagine. Another dumb thing is people that store up too many credits on board the ship that they're never going to use and don't let other people have enough. And, you know, there again, everything is left behind when we leave the boat. But Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. This is a very confusing world that we live in. It always has been. I thought by now I'd have got more figured out than I do, but the truth is it's getting more confusing. I think the news is is is, is hard to fathom what's going on. You know, we we all know they've had trouble with bank failures and wars and this and that the other thing, but uh, the there is the good news. And one way to make sense of it all is to keep our eye on the good news. And Jesus said, you know, in this world the devil sows confusion, but we don't have to be confused because Jesus is the truth. If we hold on to church teaching, hold on to the faith, hold on to the scriptures, hold on to that relationship with Jesus, who is our friend. And if, we, if we, you don't think he is your friend, just ask forgiveness and he'll take you right back. And if you have something very serious, go to confession. But Jesus is a friend of ours. He wants to invite us to dinner with him. 
and he's bigger than the universe. It's, it's an incredible offer. But he is the way and the truth and the life. And in all the confusion and difficulties that we're facing in this world today, we know that he has a plan for us and that we have a destination and it is and he has a home, a custom-built place that's just yours and it is uniquely yours. Just as you are unique and I am unique, so will that be unique. Uh, it's, it's an exciting future, but while we're here on earth, we have a mission to fulfill. We may not think we do. I know there's a lot of people, I talk to a lot of people, especially during COVID, but, but even now, that uh, can no longer function the way they used to. You know, they're locked in their room or something. People watching me today uh, can't get to church anymore. And we wonder what our purpose in life is, or we, we're suffering a lot, we want to go home. I hear this a lot from people. You know, they, they love their families, but they want to go home. And, and, you know, sometimes I do too, but like my mother always said, tomorrow, <laughs> I get up in the morning, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm ready to, to get off the ship, but, you know, not quite yet. There's still something to do yet. And while we're here, we have a mission to fulfill. And sometimes it's just being faithful to our prayer. Or it's saying, Jesus, I'm really suffering, but I trust in you. I don't know where I'm going. I have one other story I was going to, I told the other masses, so I'll tell you this. I was in my Vega right after I left the monastery. I was going to Ohio. I can't remember why I was headed toward Ohio. I have relatives there. And uh, uh, the, uh, this is before GPS, before cell phones. I was in a horse and buggy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was in my Vega, and I went two hours in the wrong direction in, in Minot, North Dakota. I thought to myself, no, no offense, I'm somebody was from Minot at the last mass, so I got to be nice. Uh, no, but I mean, you know, I, 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 North Dakota with the undulating hills is quite mesmerizing in some ways, but you can't tell if you're going north, south, east, or west. You know, and I went two hours in the wrong direction, but I made really good time. I did come back, fill up the tank, and it was, it was funny. But, um, you know, and that happens to us in this world. We have to turn around sometimes. It's called repentance. You know, life, is a, life should be a joy. Even the things, even the things we, we blow it, we know that it's part of the journey, right? And Jesus, our journey should be exciting. God's going to bind the book and give it to us at the end of our lives. We won't believe what we've been through. Most of it we didn't even know was happening. And uh, he has a plan for you. We, all of us are uniquely important to God. And it doesn't matter whether we're locked in our room or whether we're at real active in life at this moment in history. We just thank God that he gives us the way, the truth, and the life. He gives us a stateroom. It may not be the best now, but it's sure, we sure have a hope for a good one later. And he just wants us to be a friend of his by doing his will. And that's what's important because he is the cornerstone. Many reject him, but he is the cornerstone of the building that lasts forever.